Hey, what's up, Ecosystem? Welcome back to ATI Auto Business, the car shipping business channel. My name is Jay. You know, my goal every Tuesday night is to bring you another trade show level business presentation to you wherever you are because your automotive business deserves the latest in transportation news. And if you're busy, and I know you are, in a minute, I'm going to give the welcome show lineup. If you're watching on demand, you'll be able to skip ahead by using the clickable video time codes in the description below. Please do use those. Feel free to uh, leave a comment, a like, share, tell your friends. Thanks for watching ATI. We were at Digital Dealer Conference in Las Vegas last week. And we've got NIADA. Buy Here, Pay Here, Super Forum, and Use Car Week right around the corner. And all verticals in the automotive industry continue to face new challenges and changes. That means networking, business relationships, and following new information is front and center. On tonight's show, we've got, we're featuring executive ladies at the intersection of dealers, auctions, and tech. We're going to start with Rebecca Chernick of Chernick Consulting with an in-depth look into F&I, followed by Kelly Bianchi at Auction v. Commerce, Digital Platform Training for Dealers. We've got Carrie Harris of Pre-Owned Auto Logistics. She works in customer service, sales, and vehicle shipping. And Becky Anderson of Cars Recon works closely with auto auctions and managing reconditioning operations. So please, join the live chat, ask your questions, share your thoughts, grow your business, break out of your vertical. Because it's Tuesday Nights Live on ATI Auto Business. I'm Jay. I'm your host. Welcome back to the show. What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much. Thank you for taking the time to join us again on a Tuesday night here on ATI Auto Business, the car shipping business channel. Uh, hey, I want you to feel welcome. Please do feel welcome. This is the show where in automotive, as we continue to break out of our vertical, it's all the verticals now. New, used auction, dealer, tax, services, transportation, from porters to CEOs, we really do have it all, and we want you to say hello. Please do say hello in the live chat, or just silently to the person next to you. You can put it in the comments below, whether it's today, in five years, what have you. Although we're going to cover industry news, that's coming up in about 10 minutes. And while, you know, industry news... What I try to do with the news is I try to cover things that have longevity. I'm not going to cover the bankruptcy of the day or the theft of the day. Uh, you find that on local news. But we're talking about evergreen news. Stuff that impacts what's happening over time. And so, uh, so please do join us for that. Then what we're going to do is we're going to bring in Ty Thompson and we're going to do a brief recap of Digital Dealer last week. You're going to see some of that in the news. Trade shows are front and center. And so we're going to be talking about what's coming up next. Then we're going to introduce and bring in, first time on ATI, Rebecca Chernick, Becky Chernick, CCI, 
uh, Cherna Consulting, FNI. She is going to join us. We're excited to have her as our feature segment here tonight. And then we're going to bring in Kelly Bianchi. We did an auction v-commerce show. might have been about a month ago. She's coming back uh, for Ladies Dealer Auction Tech. There it is right there. Uh, very excited. And we're going to then add, we're going to add Carrie Harris of Logistics, P-A-L. Um, and again, Dealer Auction Tech. And finally, we're going to add Becky Anderson of Cars Recon. Um, she is in auto reconditioning in the auctions. And so, again, it's multi-vertical, multi-universal. Um, and so please jump in the live chat. You know what to do. Go ahead and do me a favor. Click share. Click like. Grab that YouTube link. Share it. Text it. You still have time. And if you're waiting in the wings, thank you for doing that. Thanks for uh, being patient and waiting in the wings. Um, we do have, uh, we got some more stuff to cover. Oh, you know also, you can, man, you don't know what's going on. Or, you know, it's finally, we know, we're getting the emails. Okay, I'm ready to listen. What's the trade show? All right, we'll call or text Ty. He'll help you out. He, we, we're here to help you navigate the trade show information because we know. We've been there before. And we understand. So please do let us know how we can help you. Say hello in the live chat. We're doing that next. We'll be right back after this. Why is auto shipping such a challenge? If shipping cars is part of your job, you've wasted time assigning and tracking shipments, waited around while deadlines are missed, and struggled getting anyone to answer your questions. And if you're a carrier moving cars, you've wasted time with bad contact info and shipments that aren't available waited around for help locating vehicles and receiving payments, and struggled getting anyone to answer your questions. At PAL, we integrate systems for seamless API automations, provide daily email updates, custom portals and reporting, provide ACH quick pays, and we never hide from any questions. Join the auto logistics revolution because it's time to do things better. Pre-owned auto logistics, vehicle transportation made safe, reliable and easy pre-owned auto logistics provides car shippers with experienced professional drivers a fully insured modern fleet and friendly knowledgeable customer service visit preownedautologistics.com mixed it up didn't we huh feels a little good uh yeah say hello please do say hello links in the live chat kimberly is here Welcome to Tuesday Night's Live. We're glad you could join us. Ty is here. Is this where you meet the ladies? Is this where you network? Is this where you get your trade show business information? Networking, relationships, trade shows, breaking out of verticals. That is the order of the day. It is interesting because I was just talking about earlier five years ago. Five years ago, yeah, we were, we were, we were really within our, our, our one vertical. In that slice, in that carrier slice, right? It was dispatching, loads, load boards. And I think the first hint of breaking out of the vertical was the technology stuff, right? Mobile apps, TMS, CRM, load boards. And from there, it's been Pivot City. So if you are, if you are thinking about breaking out of your vertical, this is your channel. Um, and we've actually seen, I mean, I'm 
prep and tie right now. We have seen folks that traditionally didn't really go to trade shows now talking about trade shows. And it's cool. And that's that's awesome. And we don't know where the inspiration exactly comes from all the time, but inspiration nonetheless. And if we can help add to your motivation and understanding of what to do, uh, well, then that's what we're here for. Boy, look at that live chat just going crazy. <laughs> good, good deal. Um, yeah, it's true. Some shows are harder to put together than others. And because um, we're all so darn busy. I don't know if you've, along with gas prices going up, it's harder to communicate through email than ever before. Have you seen this? So, um, yeah, I'm now moving to, if I have your email address, I want to get a number I can text you as well. It's kind of the new thing. And then, uh, I don't know what's after that. Um, probably just go back to beepers. Speaking of, I, I got to tell you, um, I just want to mention this before the break is that I've been kind of looking into, you know, EV and all that goes with it. And EV is getting so complicated so quickly between the need for more minerals and mining, uh, the need to have batteries that don't explode, um, the need to have chargers everywhere. And charging education in more places. Uh, the need to, uh, you know, there's, that's just a few factors. I can't even keep track of it all. We're going to have to do a show called EV is Needy. I don't know. I don't know exactly. And I know we're going to EV. I'm not saying we're not. I'm just saying that, uh, boy, there's a lot to do. And I don't know how much time we have. I don't know. I don't know how much time they're giving us, but there's a lot to do. So it's just part of the menu of the craziness. Menu of craziness. Coming to a trade show near you. Hey, what's up, Carlos? Carlos is like, Jay, I just want to stay loaded. <laughs> right? Which we do. We do that on Thursdays. you got to join us for Thermonuclear Thursdays. There's even... Look at the change in the information on Thursdays. We can't even just focus on staying loaded. Now we got to focus on learning the new tech there. Tech is tech changes are everywhere. It is pervasive. It's ubiquitous, as was once said quite often. All right, I'll tell you what. I'm gonna you guys. I'm gonna keep the chat open. We'll see who uh, we'll see who comes in. Um, and we're also taking requests for what do you want to see next? I'm gonna tell you some of the shows we have lined up next. But I know it's nonstop trade show talk here on ATI. Um, but, um, and I'm scheduling, I'm scheduling meetings while doing a show. But you know, why not? We'll be right back. Transport AutoQuoter is by far the leading auto-quoting software on the market and the only auto-quoter with a pro version that comes preset with accurate pricing for anywhere in the U.S. So you don't have to worry about it. The best part is that no change with your current software is needed. Just plug TAQ in and start booking jobs. Carriers can easily plug TAQ into their current websites and start making money right away. I bet you're wondering how we do this instantly and accurately 24-7. Well, constant analytics is the key. 
Our Price Watch team is constantly monitoring current market conditions, paying close attention to seasonal and quick-moving industry changes. At the end of the day, it takes a lot of time and data to maintain good pricing, time that most of us just don't have on a daily basis. So free yourself up. Using TAQ Pro is really a no-brainer. Save time and money, maximizing your leads and optimizing your online investments. You'll finally be able to sleep well at night knowing that TAQ is on the job selling for you 24-7. Never missing a potential job. What if you could find an auto shipping quote and broker software you can trust? Provide instant accurate quotes online with Transport Auto Quoter and move with ProABD CRM. Visit superflowsystems.com. Links in the live chat, email, phone number, website. All right, um, I love a good drum roll. And I am, I, I, I'm proud to say we made it. We made it to show 264 in a row on a Tuesday night. Look out, Rebecca Chernick's in the live chat. She's going to be our feature segment. What's up, Rebecca? You can call her Becky. She's going to be here. Uh, four, ladies dealer auction tech. We have got a ladies panel that is going to knock your socks off. That's coming up shortly. We're going to do some news first. Um, let me just say this. There she is. Becky Chernick is in the live chat. There she is, Chernick Consulting. She's going to be telling us more about what she does and her services. And um, we've got also from, it was about, about, about a month ago, Kelly Bianchi of Auto, well, Auction V Commerce. She was on Auto Auction Experience. That was a great show. She was the feature on that. We've got uh, Becky Anderson from Cars Recon join us on the show. Pre-owned Auto Logistics is also here with us, Carrie Harris. You know, what we do here, front of the store, back of the store, we put it in your face, right? Because we're doing, it's not, again, it's not just one vertical. You'll find the transportation vertical in the back of the store. You'll find the dealers in the front of the store. Let's connect them. Let's find out how we do business. That's what we do live, and we answer questions. We look at the ecosystem as a whole. Tonight's show on the ecosystem, let's look at dealers, auctions, and services. And that's where we find the tech. That's where we find the trade show networking. That's what we're going to focus on tonight. There's a lot to talk about. Uh, we were a digital dealer last week, and we tried to explain why we went there. And so I want to dive into that a little bit further because we dedicated the whole week to it. Uh, Digital Dealer, yes, is another, to some, just another trade show, but to others, it is a key part of marketing, networking, and building new leads. Um, there it was, as it was at the Mirage in Vegas, and uh, that's a photo by Ty Thompson, Cars on the Move. And yes, you have the seminars, and you can sit and learn and relax and think. Um, or you can go down to the exhibit floor and mix it up, which is really, that's what we, that's our favorite part is to hit the booths and we're not there just for the swag. You can do that. We're there to ask questions and break out of our vertical, learn new information. So let me roll the video. Actually, I'm not going to roll the video as much as just kind of skim it. This is from uh, digital dealer, Las Vegas. 
Here's the title. I'll put the title in the live chat. Hey, what's up? John Lurick's here with us. John Lurick. Howdy, sir. So I, I we put these videos together because we want to show you, you know, there's Ty outside, right? Um, and then we go inside and he's, there's Marco, McAllister's Transportation Group. Um, and we got a demo of Auto Vista. Oh my goodness. There is nothing like getting a live demo at a trade show of something that you've heard about it, you've heard the word, you've read the word, but what does it all mean? We learned this. Auto Vista Portal by McAllister's Transportation is a performance data management tool for dealers about their car shipping cost, performance. Are you getting this, right? You're taking notes? This is amazing stuff. And so that's why we're happy to share it. Um, it kept going from there. Thank you, Marco. That was amazing stuff. And then we, uh, Ty kept moving. We spent a long time with Marco. And then we, uh, we went over to, let's see, oh, we learned a little bit at Local Shift. And then we caught up with Alan. Now, Alan is going to join us on a Cars in the Move segment because he's talking about finance, data, uh, and, uh, you know, this is not the vertical we're comfortable in, but we learned a lot. Uh, actually, we, we stayed with Alan for quite a bit. We learned quite a bit. So if you, if you haven't seen this video, here, here's what you do. If you scroll down, you click share, you click copy, you grab that YouTube link, you throw it right into the live chat. Bang! You click on that, click plus save, watch it later. I mean, you can watch it now if you want to. Uh, what else we got in here? This is just in one day. Oh, then we got a demo from uh, Lacey. By the way, if you, if you can't keep track of what's going on, you go into the video description and it's all right here. See all these time codes? I spent all this time. I got the names. I got the company links. It's all right here below the video. Easy as you please. This is Lacey Donaldson with Drive Centric. And they've got a CRM system. Um, oh, and we can click on We can jump ahead to... Here's the Ship Your Car Now game uh, with uh, Michelle Hutchinson of Ship Your Car Now with a deep dealer panel answering questions. Great stuff. Um, oh, and here's Travis from Dealers Link. What an amazing demo over here. This will blow your mind, actually. No, that's doodly. But anyways, that is what I wanted to show you. That's just a, a quick sneak preview. And I know the videos are long, so uh, use the time codes in the video description below. you got to be watching On Demand to get those time codes. So like this show here, right? Give me give me about 48 hours. I'll put them together for you. That's no problem. I'll do the work. Uh, next month, we're going to go to Buy Here, Pay Here Super Forum. Ty is going to be live in Austin. Get this. There's three dealer workshops happening at the same time over a four-hour period. And uh, Ty is going to be given access by NIADA to each workshop for about an hour. Or so. Then, after all three workshops wrap up, we're going to get somebody from each workshop on a panel discussion with Ty live at the show with Ben Goodman of NIADA. That's going to be amazing. That's happening, I think that's November 9th. We're going to do that. And then we'll be live at uh, Use Car Week. 
Uh, Used Car Week is November 14th through 17th, and we'll be live on the podcast stage. And we're going to be live in the trade show hallways, and we're going to be networking like crazy. And so, right here, so if, if you just saw Digital Dealer, NIADA, Used Car Week, got a question? Is this show for you? Should you try to go? What do you need to do there? Ask us. You can talk to Ty. He's right there in the live chat. You can email me, autotransportintel at gmail.com. We're here to help answer your questions. We want you to grow your business, network and learn. Uh, yeah, gas prices, how we doing? Still watching those? What, what, are, what are your thoughts? Um, how, about, how about the Central Dispatch Countdown? How's that going? They're going to phase out the way of search, the old way of search. November 9th. Put it on your calendar. We're talking about it on Thursdays on Dispatching Live, by the way. Um, here, this you'll see this in the Auto Hauler Facebook groups. Hey, for the carriers who feel it's okay to undercut and haul for nearly nothing, you're only cutting your own throat and you'll be gone. You flunked econ. Um, hey, Jay, I'm getting into car hauling with a three car. I want to know if you can find me lanes to run locally in Georgia. We have the carriers. Love that. Hey, I want to ship a car from New York to California, and I'm only going to pay $250. The above statement will only get you a lost or damaged vehicle. Understand this and stop complaining. If you tell a roofer you're only going to pay $250, your roof is going to leak. So it's all part of the finger on the pulse here on ATI Auto Business. And I just want to mention some of the great stuff that's been happening on Fridays. I think it was a month ago we had Rapid Recon at Oaks Kia. That was amazing. Uh, December and September with Jason Rice of Lot Pop was the week after that. Then we did Catch the Falling Knife with Tim Scoutalis and Paul Machine. Oh my gosh, can you catch the falling knife? We can talk about it. And then last week, Digital Dealer Car Shipping with Michelle Hutchinson uh, of ship your car now. I mean, wow, the things happening on cars on the move are amazing. So if you have a question, please do email me autotransportintel at gmail.com. I, I, I will answer the phone, email, I'll try. It is how you get your car shipping news. What you do is you put it up on the big screen. And you know that we love to say every week we got five new questions. That's right, step right up. Five new questions on Are You a Car Shipping Guru? Play Ask Larry, powered by ATI and Superflow. Are you ready? Question one. F and I at a dealership means fees and incidentals, friends at intersections, finance and insurance, or forecasts and investments. F and I at a dealership means what? Now we are open for interpretation, but you knew this was coming because I and I've said this before. I I dislike a conversation when I hear a term and nobody tells me what it means. It bothers me. I lose half the conference just wondering what they're talking about. So we're making it clear: Are we talking about fees and incidentals, friends at intersections, finance and insurance? or forecasts 
and investments. And there are no stupid answers, only stupid questions. Um, and if you're enjoying this, please leave a like. Yeah, like John. Come on. <laughs> just, let me give John an applause. There we go. Oh, you know. Uh, okay. All right, here we go. <laughs> Becky. Becky's not allowed to answer, by the way. If you're an expert, you can't answer. It's pretty quiet out there. Really, nobody? Nobody's going to throw me a bone on this one? <sighs> well, it's your channel, Jay. You're the one. You're the... You're the you're the buffoon that signed up for this. All right, fine. I'll just... Financial insurance. Finance and insurance. Question two. Here we go. What is the most appropriate carrier pay amount to ship a 2020 Ford F-250 from Bagwell, Texas to Moneta, Virginia? 625, 900, 1225, or 1515. Another good exercise. I mean, how do you know? Because what's going to happen is you get a customer on the phone and they want to know what's the rate. They, they spit out the vehicle, pick up a delivery. What's my rate? You got to know this stuff cold. So, uh, Ford F-250, Texas to Virginia, which actually, see, here's your first problem. It's a truck coming out of Texas. Right there, they want like a 70% discount. Oh, Carrie. See, Carrie should know the appropriate carrier pay on this. That's good, Carrie. Thank you very much. Carrie's also going to be on the panel tonight. Seth Lux says, hello, ATI. Thanks for everything you guys have helped me in so many ways. Learning what my boss won't teach. Exactly. I had the same experience. And thinks he probably doesn't know. Oh, thanks for teaching what on the job does truly. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. Thank you, Seth. My gosh. The comment of the night. Please do see if you can beat Seth's comment. It's incredible. No, seriously. I once was told, you don't understand fleets, Jay. And I thought, all right, well then, are you going to tell me? Or are you just going to tell me what I don't know and walk away? All right. Well, on this show, we're going to tell you what they are. If you want to know whatever you want to know, whatever you want to know in automotive, especially transport, we're going to try to help you out. Now, the rate on this 900, that is probably I hope it's 1225 though with those gas prices and all that other stuff happening. Anybody else? Oh, John's got 900 too. Wow. Carrie and John have 900? Man. That sounds like a lock. Anybody else? Friends at intersections. Okay, here we go. And... Oh, it's 1225. See, but that's the thing is, you also know it's better to underquote than overquote. Right? So, um, but 1225, I guess, is the going rate given current market conditions, which is interesting and, and and this everything's up for debate. We've actually had arguments. There's a couple. We've had a couple fights break out um, over these rates. But you know, um, with the with the volume on the load boards, 
you, you, I would think that 900 might be the going rate. But that's interesting. Keep me posted. Let me know. Send me an email. <laughs> Auto transport until. Oh no, that's a thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, here we go. Question three. OEM stands for only extra management, original equipment manufacturer, optional exit mobility, or orchestrated empty monstrosity. But again, somebody doesn't know. There is somebody that doesn't know. Right, there's a... See, I knew it, right? Attica, Attica. Okay. Um, OEM stands for... I'm, probably, I'm just going to click the button here in a minute. B. Okay, there we go. Original equipment manufacturer. Um, now, you will hear... At a trade show, you will hear OE, original equipment. Uh, but OEM, I think, is more commonplace for. So if you want, if you want to, if you want to sound, you know, like really experienced, and you're and you're in a pretty high situation, just say OE. I don't even need to say the M. Question four. Here we go. What is the most appropriate carrier pay amount to ship a 2019 Honda Civic from Ozark, Missouri to Hamburg, New Jersey, 39630, 905, or 1220? Oh, wow. I think we just broke a bulb. Uh, most appropriate carrier pay. Honda Civic. Missouri to New Jersey. Mm. Well, the last one... I'm going to say 905 on this because it's a Honda Civic. Ozark. Not the greatest, most common pickup location. That's the thing is, what are you going to put with it? Yeah, 1220, 1220. Yeah. And I don't know where Hamburg is either. So, yeah, I hope it's 1220. I, I suppose question six would be, which one's a better deal? The Civic in Ozark or the F-250 in, uh, oh, Tolls. Good point. Yeah. See, this, and this is what, I love this. It never gets old. I never get tired of these shipping quotes because you got to think of all the factors. And that's the point, right? Thank you very much. Uh, Alexa, open Quotify. It actually works. Enable the skill. 905, 1220. All right, going once. Did we, did we, did we blow a check, check? Yeah, we, I think we, yeah, we lost a, uh, let's see here. Oh, okay, it's working. Okay, cool. It just the phone was trying to protect my precious little ears. Thanks, phone. All right, here we go. 12.20 or 9.05. We've got a raging debate. Here we go. Oh, wow. Oh. Man. Well, you get what you pay for, I guess. I don't know. That's tough. This is a tough one. 
Uh, Seth, just wanted you to know I haven't given, and you guys, I wanted you to know I haven't given, and you guys haven't been with their every step of the way two years. I've been checking. Oh, well, thank you, Seth. We appreciate that, too. Um, so if you got an extra like, please do leave one. And we know that, I mean, and this is, it's such a long show and we do so many a week. I know that, you know, uh, so don't, don't worry about it. Tune in periodically. Let us know what's happening. And thank you very much. Really do appreciate it. All right. Yeah. Well, and we, and actually, thank you, Seth. We get a lot of folks that just watch and don't say a word. <laughs> we call them lurkers. Um, but we, you know, why not? We welcome that. We know who's watching. It's everybody. It's ATI. Here we go. Question five. Which of the following is not part of auto remarketing? Is it reconditioning, transportation, arbitration, or escrow? Right. Well, Ty, it was probably that was probably the guy that said I'll do it for fifty bucks less, and then someone called after him and said I'll do it for a hundred less. Right, John, you can keep it. Somebody's moving to Ozark. <laughs> uh, reconditioning, transportation, arbitration, or escrow is not part of auto remarketing. Um, and why auto remarketing? Well, it's the reason you're moving the car. Thank you very much. Right? You want to know why are we moving this car? Because if you know why we're moving this car, and you start to ask, what's the shipper paying, you are moving up the food chain. You know, but you know, you don't have to. It's just, we're just speculating. Oh, Ty's got an answer. Anybody else? Do I hear another answer? We'll, we're, we'll sit here all night. Like your, your history teacher. <laughs> Your PE coach. People! <laughs> Alright. Uh, going once. Going twice. Right? I, I. It's a decent question. It's reasonable. Alright, here we go. The answer is escrow. Escrow is not part of auto remarketing. That is when you're being tortured trying to get a house. Okay, well, I want to thank everybody. Thank you so much for playing Are You a Car Shipping Guru? I'll tell you what, I got to take a quick break because right after this, we're going to go into industry news part two. Stick around. Are you completely stressed out from all the calls and the contracts and the verification of loads when nobody answers the phone? Call Murphy Auto Dispatch Services today. Murphy Auto Dispatch Services has over 15 years of experience in the transport industry. We are your office while you are on the road. We book, we verify, and we bill out your loads for you. We have an excellent accounting staff and an even better dispatch team. Give us a call today at 417 273 or if you want to email me, it's murphyautotransport31 at yahoo.com. Give us a call today. Everybody wants to be part of a bigger story. Auto transport is a vital part of that story. Vehicle reconditioning starts when your transport arrives at the dealership. The story starts with you. For our auto retail customers, as yours, 
full satisfaction. Car dealers can see the rapid recon difference with transparent communication through the vehicle reconditioning process, auto remarketing, and dealer inventory management software. Visit rapidrecon.com. Links in the live chat, phone number, email, website. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in. Tuesday Night's Live, here we go. We have industry news, part two. You know, like the pitcher when the pitcher checks first base and third. Okay. Uh, mergers and acquisitions. Now, this was big news. I'm not going to rehash it, but it's still lingering in my mind. This is about Hyundai Globus acquiring an auction in the United States, which just sets the tone for how much change we're really in for. Um, let's see here. Taking stock, U.S. vehicle inventory is at the highest point since June 2021. All right. That's significant. Inventory and day supply levels continued to recover in September from their record lows earlier this year. Um, and Cox Automotive said the highest since June 2021 represented a 42-day supply. Oh, you can't see it. 42-day supply based on its practice of using the selling rate from the last 30 days. It was nearly half a million vehicles higher than where inventory stood at the same point last year and about 90,000 higher than where it stood a month ago. By the way, for carriers that are wondering, why are we talking about inventory? Well, it's going to affect how many cars you're moving. But inventory remained more than 2 million vehicles down from the same month in 2019 before the pandemic. Which is why I continue to ask the question, why am I seeing Stingers fully loaded with new trucks running all night? What are they doing? Still don't know. Remarketing strategies are varying from seller to seller, and last week we saw some sellers adjusting floors and offloaded inventory while others held firm to floors. Floors would be floor plan pricing, which is dealer interest rates on their line of credit to keep their inventory on their lots. Repossessions are beginning to show up in the market, and with fuel prices returning to a level last seen in February this year, the car segment valuations are taking the hardest hit. I think we're going to hear more about these black book statistics tonight. Dealership service business is strong, but not without challenges. Dealership service and parts businesses are doing well as consumers hold on to older vehicles longer, right? That should not be a secret at this point. Everybody's hanging on to their cars longer. But issues do exist, including mechanic shortages and parts availability, neither of which are very good. Uh, also, I just want to mention I saw this Bring a Trailer. Check this out. Bring a Trailer cleared a... Can you see it? You can't see it. A billion with a B in sales so far in 2020. What Bring a Trailer? A billion in sales? Wow. Who's moving their cars? Anybody? Who's got the bring a trailer contract for auto transport? Put it in the live chat. Oh, hey, what's up? John's son, Christopher, says hello. What's a family show? What's up, Christopher? 
Billion with a B. Um, hey, Carvana has sued Michigan. The back and forth continues. After officials in Michigan suspended Carvana's license to sell cars. All right. Carvana accuses Michigan Secretary of State of violating state laws after the state suspended the license of Carvana uh, and wants the courts to intervene. It's getting interesting because Carvana has gone through several states, I think Illinois, North Carolina, maybe one other, of several violations, which I think we covered in the news last week. But Carvana's pushing back. Carvana's court filings come on the heels of a petition that started earlier this week. Well, was that last week? After the state suspended its license, Carvana asked for customer support to keep Carvana's business running without interruption. I'd love to see those ads. <laughs> Want to buy a car? Help us in court. Uh, it read, We believe Carvana is being singled out in order to protect antiquated paperwork and legal requirements that we don't feel are in the best interest of customers, Carvana said in a court filing, that 2,900 people had signed the petition. You'd think it was bigger than that with all those Super Bowl ads. I do want to say this. So just, I'm going to pause here for a second. To be fair, it is possible, given how much pushback there is against Carvana, Carvana might be on to something. I mean, we, you know, we, looked at, we looked at the war of the auctions. ACV Auctions had to sue NAAA, Mannheim, Odessa, and company, right, the group, to get access to auto IMS, it is possible that Carvana has a legitimate complaint. It just doesn't seem likely. But I'd be speculating. Um, in the filings, Carvana said that as of Sunday, 71 customers were awaiting delivery. How do you like these apples? Car the customers bought the cars, and Carvana is trying to deliver them. Um, and the state told Carvana it could proceed with those previously scheduled deliveries, but then the state allegedly refused to allow Carvana to do so because paper titles had not been signed over to the customers. As a result, 48 customers are experiencing delays due to the Secretary's sudden and baseless suspension of Carvana's Michigan license. Pretty ugly. Man, you thought you were just buying a car. You were joining a lawsuit. The filings asked the courts to stop the Secretary of State's disruptive actions and instead to work with Carvana to fix what Carvana calls technical issues as quickly as possible. It's pretty fascinating. And not to mention, there is nothing fun about all the license, registration, DMV, paperwork, need for digital, scanning, faxing, copying, using your beepers. I mean, it's really crazy. It's gotten nuts. You thought F&I was fun. Um, and ACV enhances technology in light of spiking catalytic converter theft. There were more than 52,000 reports of stolen... Can't see that either, huh? 52,000 52, reports of stolen catalytic converters in 2021. That's a 13... What, a 1,300% increase from 2019? My gosh. ACV is looking to help dealers with its latest advancement in AI and a solution that detects with extremely high accuracy the presence of catalytic converters. Unknowingly acquiring a used vehicle without a catalytic converter can cost you about two grand. Thus, the theft. ACV's AI technology is a value-added tool for dealers to protect themselves against a national spike in catalytic converter theft. 
Uh, here in the news, VW to start vehicle imports through Port Freeport. VW will start delivering its vehicles to the U.S. through Port Freeport in Texas in early 2024. Annual throughput of imported vehicles from Mexico and Europe expected to be 140,000 units in Freeport will become the carmaker's main Gulf Coast hub. VW already relies on eight ports in the U.S., and this will help build and sustain its delivery network. McAllister's strengthens latest tech to serve with AutoVista platform. We're going to keep talking about AutoVista portal. If you need a demo or want to learn more, we're going to have links in the live chat. And uh, it is it's technology. I mean, it is a consultative approach to transportation, project management, logistics, distribution, warehousing, and it is to enhance distribution control and allow for operational flexibility, leading to overall cost reduction and decreased time for inventory turn. Pretty awesome. It's awesome stuff. Uh, be sure to get the podcast when you see that logo and signal. It's the bat signal for the ATI podcast. Get yours today. Remember, it's ATI Auto Business. Tell your friends. Um, and you can text Ty. He's here. You can live chat with him now, but if you jot down that phone number, 417-483-2764, you can uh, call or text Ty and get some information about how we can help you stay informed. We go live several times a week. This is Tuesday Night's Live. Tomorrow we have live care advice. Join us on Wednesdays at noon. If you're in trucking and you need to navigate FMCSA, DOT, Clearinghouse, and all that good stuff. ELD. We do dispatching live on Thursdays, cars on the move on Fridays. If you see that, you're looking for live care advice. Thermonuclear Thursdays are pretty fun on dispatching live, where we're talking about right now, we're talking about all the updates to central dispatch load board. And then, of course, Friday, cars on the move. And I think we have, I think Alan, who we met at Digital Dealer, is joining us Friday on cars on the move. Next Tuesday night, when the lot is full. Not something you... Well, if you're a dealer, that's great. But if you're in repossession and recovery, not good. We're going to talk about why. Next Tuesday night on when the lot is full. It's the Car Shipping Business Channel. I'm telling you, it is vertical city around here. We're hitting all of them in automotive and giving you context in transportation. What could be better? Why would you go anywhere else? Do me a favor, stick around, because right after this, we're going to be live with Ty, and we're going to introduce Becky Chernick for the first time on ATI with Chernick Consulting and F&I. Stick around. We'll be right back. McAllister's has been around for over 76 years, and we're known as providing our customers with high-level, white-glove, concierge-style services. We provide our customers solutions in both transportation, logistics, and warehousing. We take a very different approach than most auto logistics companies. Our approach is one of being consultative and adaptive to the auto industry. Our approach saves time and money while providing tangible data, which helps improve processes. McAllister's offers a unique tech solution, which we call our Auto Vista Portal. It's a cloud-based solution. It provides the ability for our dealership partners to access it using any device they want whenever they need. Most auto logistics company just want to deliver your car. We want to do more than that. 
all of those measurements that are important to you to run your business and understand where your costs are, McAllister's Auto Vista technology supports that. It's a car shipping performance data management tool. That's why car dealers love the AutoVista portal by McAllister's Transportation Group. Find out what you're missing. Visit McAllister's.com. Links in the live chat, email, phone number, it's all there. Thanks for saying hello tonight. Uh, we're going to bring in Ty Thompson here in a minute, and then we're going to introduce uh, Becky Chernick with Chernick Consulting. And uh, we're, what you're doing is you're joining us for it's Ladies Dealer Auction Tech. We're talking about trade shows. We're talking about various verticals in automotive. We're giving context to uh, not only current market forces, but uh, how you're going to continue networking, growing your business in challenging times. So that is... That is essentially what, what tonight's show is all about. Seth says, no, thank you guys. Seriously, I learned a lot from you guys. Just need to give thanks to y'all. That's awesome. We love it. Thank you, Seth. Wow, that's great. Okay. So let's do this. Here we go. Drum roll, please, for up on center stage, we have our friend. You know him, you love him, and he's always at the trade shows, Ty Thompson. Ty, can you see me and hear me okay? Yeah, yeah, pretty excited about tonight, really. Um, you know, so we went to the conference, we came back. Uh, of course, that was an amazing experience. But the one thing, like, um, like there's so much I can talk about right now that it would probably take over an hour. Like, so from the conference to back, do you remember our friend Jason Rice at Lot Pop when I was with him? a couple of weeks ago at his office and we were yeah. talking and he said, yeah. he said something after the show, by the way, after the show, I'm like, well, how are things going? You know, it feels like things are starting to tighten up quite a bit. He's like, dealers are looking for solutions. When things get tight, dealers look for solutions. So his business is doing really well. So I, I left that show and I've been thinking about that. And it's funny because the calls that, have been coming in through the show have been people looking for solutions, wanting to do the, the business the right way. Does that make sense? So the call, the calls that are normal, like, Hey, I just need a load board and a dispatcher, that guy, uh, which I appreciate, but for the most part, you, you're not going to get them to start thinking I'm building a business. By the way, your info, uh, news that that one post you had the so guy many did. directions we could go yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so anyway i'm just saying but what, uh, what are you gonna say about the post what which post because I, I i just kind of sprinkled the news yeah which no, one it was the email that uh i'm in atlanta and i'm not leaving it georgia yeah, and i yeah. just need to run well i talked to that guy today Valentin. awesome yeah okay. 19 years old and you know you know how mean i am right i'm like Okay, here's the number one. Are you ready to live 12 months without a paycheck starting right now? You need to know that, not me, if you're going to get into transportation. And then the second question is, who's your customer? And at the end of the conversation, so you can call me and we can talk 20, 30 minutes. And there's, we don't talk about money. You don't owe me anything. Like, I'm seriously here to try to help you survive. Because I talk to so many people who have no clue what they're getting into that it scares me. So I'll be happy to volunteer my time and talk talk you off the edge, right? 
Did, and didn't you just talk somebody out of... <laughs> yeah. What was that? <laughs> yeah. And I do that a lot, by the way, everybody, just so you know. I, I do get the And it, phone it only took a few minutes or something, right? Like, oh, it was he like was, three minutes. This yeah. is the best part. And and let me I just want to tell you, there's a reason why we're t- we're not just you're not just held hostage and, and Ty and Jay are having our fun and you can't go anywhere. We're telling you this stuff because it really paints a picture. You don't see this stuff. But mm-hmm. this guy was blowing up Brian Riker, my email. I mean, like Hey, I got to get going right now. I got this truck. And and finally, you talked to him. You're like, dude, whoa, whoa. Yeah. And I think, what, within five minutes, he was like, yeah, have a great day. I'm not doing this. Yeah. <laughs> what did you so, say to him? Uh, just my normal stuff. I mean, you, just that right there. Are you ready to live 12 months without a check? I mean, and it, it, it's, yeah. you know, that actually, that question would bug me if you said that to me. Yeah. Yeah. It should bug, bug you. Me. Yeah. Because, because where does that come from? Think about it. Where does that really come from? It come for me, it comes from, do you know the failure rate of a new startup in five years? Do you know that percentage? Do you know that number? Dude, Are you so, aware of so, All right. So in case you don't know, and you're on the podcast and you're like, man, I got to know. In the first year, it's like eighty percent failure rate. It's huge to make it to make it past your second. To make it one year, eighty percent. To make it past your second, you're at like ninety. Yeah. Only ten percent of new businesses make it past two years. That's yeah. why there's so much equipment up for sale on Facebook, right? Yeah, and that not only that, you know, I mean, that this this Valentine that I talked to today, you know, young guy, smart. His family comes from trucking. He wants to get into trucking. You know, I throw that out there. At the end of the conversation, you know what he said? He said, I really hadn't looked at anything like you just said. I was just going to get in the truck and drive and get a car off a load board. But now that you've said all this, this is a 19-year-old, by the way. He said, now I have a different perspective. I'm definitely going to go do what you said, which, you know, I just said, hey, Anybody that's going to start a business, seriously, what do you, what's the number one thing you need to figure out? How am I going to make money? That's what I call market research, right? So go talk to a car dealer. If, you, if you're afraid to talk to a car dealer today, right now, that, that's normal, okay? Just say no. Car dealers are scary. It's scary pulling in. It's scary getting out of your car. It's scary going and introducing yourself. What do you want? What are you doing here? Those are all scary and that's real. But if you're not willing to go make that, you know, go encounter, embrace that fear, there's, I mean, it's a really, really super high percentage that you're not going to make it in this business. It'll be short. So as I'm talking to this guy, I'm thinking, okay, look, what are we doing? Remember, Jay, I say this all the time. I say, build it to leave it. What are you doing? What are you going to have at the end of a year, at the end of five years or 20 years? I got a wore out truck, a lot of sad stories and no clients. So if I'm going to get out, what do I have besides nothing? How are you going to sell that? Anybody can go get a truck. Anybody can get a trailer. Anybody can get on central dispatch and anybody can eat off the load. That, that it's easy. The, the, uh, the barrier to entry to this business is under a hundred grand, right? You follow me? Yeah, no, I am, and uh, I think what you just said, well, it's interesting, I, there, I could go in a couple directions here. What I want to say is, this is why 
like last week dedicated to digital dealer and i feel like we say dealer maybe more than any other uh what job title in automotive it's dealer 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 and and i think some some folks are kind of sick of hearing us say it like guys what when are you going to say carrier no, because really, think <laughs> right. about it. Love the dealer. That's my slogan, right? We're going to get a T-shirt. We're going to put it on our T-shirt deal. It's going to say, love the dealer with a big heart. Because that's the guy that's paying fact, that's I want love sure and quotes. I want love the dealer, right? <laughs> love the dealer. Love exactly. the dealer. Um, speaking of, all right, so we got Becky Chernick. She's coming up let's here Let's bring Becky on. I'm really yeah, excited let's about Let's go ahead Becky. and do it. All right, so here we go. Um, please do help us give a warm welcome. First time on ATI. She was in the live chat a few weeks ago. And, um, you know, just like we talk about networking, Paul Machine is our connection to Becky Chernick, who is now, uh, just about to join us. And, um, oh, hey, Super Dispatch is here. Yeah, Emma was in that ad. All right, here we go. Becky, can you see us and hear us okay? I certainly can, and thank you so much for the invite. It's great to be here. It's great to have you here. and Jay, thank you. Thank you very much, really. This is Uh, our first time. Really excited, by the way. First time. Thank you. Do me a a favor. I I have a habit of talking too much, and this will help me stop. Please tell us more about you and what you do, and then I'm going to hand it over to Ty, and you guys are going to kind of banter back and forth. Becky. Okay, Jay. Well, thank you. All right. So Ty knows me and he has been always responding very positively to my post on LinkedIn. Thank you so much, Ty. Appreciate it. And I am the LinkedIn queen. Yay. Um, Or I like to think I am. (laughs) Um, I post all the time on LinkedIn, but I provide the very best in finance and insurance training for automotive dealers throughout the USA and also some in Canada. And I've been doing this for a long time. Um, I grew up in the car business PhD here. Father had a dealership. And so I tell everyone that I earned my wings through my dad and my father never wanted me to be in the car business of all things, go figure. But my brother's, didn't want to be in retail. I decide that's where I wanted to be. I take off. I go sell cars. And later I get promoted into F&I. And I got to tell you, I figured, man, this is it. This is my dream job. I love it. And then later become a director of finance. I mean, I'm hitting all of the levels and everything is really good. Get recruited by JMA of all things. And lo and behold, I get promoted because that's the whole idea getting on board with JMA is you have some sort of a lifestyle. You're not working all the hours, although they trick you. Because when you are a specialist working with JMA, you're in all the stores all over the country and you're living out of a suitcase. So mm-hmm. you're working all the hours. <laughs> it's just like, doesn't feel like you're supposed to be working all the hours. But anyway, so you get promoted get promoted into the AutoNation division. And boy, let me tell you what a difference that was back in the day, because then, then I'm being, then I'm training the opposite of anything that I was ever doing that made me successful. And I'm training up on menu selling and being upfront and meeting customers at a kiosk in the middle of a showroom. 
no ball and chain mentality, no dragging customers into an F&I office and spending three days to lock them down on a service contract. So we all know how that goes, right? So we, this was just completely opposite of anything. And everyone in there, and they're like, Becky, why in the world would you do that? Go back in the box. That's where it's all happening, not in this at this kiosk in the middle of the showroom in AutoNation mega stores. Don't you know those stores aren't going to be successful? So from the mega stores into the new car stores, and then talk about, yeah, I ended up in 2001, long time ago, and I founded my consulting company on those same best practices and principles. And you're right, it was scary. So two years, three years, four years, five years in, and those dealers are eating this stuff up. They, they, they wanted to know more about it because it just made that much more sense. Reduce the time it takes to be in the F&I office. Reduce the friction of buying a car. Keep it to me straight. And let's not eat these chargebacks. Let's reduce the, the hassle. Let's reduce the chargebacks. Let's keep the profits on the books. Becky, we want you. We want to hear what you have to say. So lucky me. I got a chance to be able to do exactly what I wanted to do and love to do. So that's me. That's me in the nutshell. I love going out there, showing, working with dealers and their managers and helping them to be successful, to do business the right way and Whoa. the best way. So that's it. <laughs> okay. That's a lot to unpack, right? <laughs> I mean, a lot. Because so... So I, I know transportation really well. I kind of know dealerships a little bit, not a lot. Never been a dealer, never owned a franchise, none of that stuff. So the reason that this is really important to us is because we love the dealer. So you start out, your dad's a car guy. Is that what I heard? Yeah, my dad was a car guy. Definitely was a car guy. Okay. Did he own a dealer? Yes, he had a Cadillac and a Pontiac dealership in Havitygrass, Maryland. Maryland. Okay. So that's, that's where you're from, Maryland. And Baltimore. Your dad yeah. had Baltimore. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Baltimore, We've been to Baltimore. <laughs> we did a Baltimore. Becky. <laughs> we did an automotive logistics show in Baltimore several years ago, which uh, that was probably the second time I've ever been in Baltimore, but loved it. Okay. So <clears throat> that's where you got your car experience. Your brothers didn't want in, but you got in. Is that what I heard? Yeah, so dad, dad unfortunately passed away earlier on. He um, had lung cancer and mm. um, from smoking too many cigarettes, but that's beside mm. the point. Um, but so I stayed in and I decided that's what I was going to be. I'm, I'm going to go sell cars. And it's what's curious, interesting like about that is that here's a female who is saying, hey, I want to go sell cars. And they're telling me, didn't you know females can't, can't sell cars? And I'm like, well, wow. since when? <laughs> so you figured out how to sell cars, right? Well, dad kind of helped me, you know, had taught me through, you know, throughout the years and stuff like that, too. So mm. you got to give him credit there. Okay. And so you're talking about moving up, right? So not, not necessarily that sales is the low end of the spectrum here because sales is in really important, correct? It, yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, like, so I have a lot of empathy for the guys that are standing out on the curb waiting for me, me to pull in the driveway, you know? Yep. I, oh I really my do. gosh, like, me too. Man, that's a rough job. 
<laughs> Always had empathy for that. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> the snow days, the rain days, the cold days, the hot days, you name it. It's, yeah. it's not an easy job. No. And then and now, you know, I follow some certain people on LinkedIn and you, you start hearing about, you know, you have to make so many calls and you have to really you, there's uh, what do you call that? Uh, cold, cold calls, call leads. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, Take your leads. And, and absolutely. We had leads back in those days, too, <laughs> when I was selling cars. <laughs> maybe in different format. Right. Because like, maybe we're, maybe a, we're a digital dealer and I've run into this company called. Uh, Matador, have you heard Not of that? Matador, yeah, Jason, Jason, Jason Harris. Harris is is yeah. a part of that, and I have a had I I want to go ahead and have a demo, but I don't know that much about it, but I know a little bit en enough to make a date. Well, there's the big so the big thing is is text message. So this I meet this guy Nick at the digital dealer, and he starts talking to us about open rates, which yep. I'm like, what is that, right? Because I'm not into that. He's like, well, email open rate is 23% versus text message, which is 98%. That's and I'm right. like, oh, wow. Okay, so the, the way that uh, the dealership has evolved, you've, you've seen that mm -hmm. in this technology. Of course. And then it's, so as you start in, you know, you can start anywhere in the dealership, I'm assuming. You can start cleaning cars, turning wrenches, parking cars, Hauling cars, detailing cars. I mean, there's so many opportunities. I've, had, I've hired F&I people from restaurants into F&I positions all day long. Right. And so in your past, F&I, and this is funny because I met this guy, Alan, with Fuse. I don't yes, know. Fuse. You, yep. Actually, you put it in the comments. What is DR? Uh, it's a DR tool, digital retailing. Digital retail. Okay. So... And the reason I'm excited to talk to you is because I don't know anything about F&I. All I know is that when I go into the F&I department, the person across the desk from me can feel the heat coming off of me. Hurry up. I don't want anything you have to say. Just where do I sign? I got to go. This right? is what I want to I want to stop here for a second in that F&I for context for anyone that's thinking well, you're talking about F&I. Why are you talking about F&I? The only time I know F&I is when I'm stuck in the last phase of car buying and I can't get out, which is where I came up with escrow, right? Because it feels like escrow. Is that what F and I is to some people? And it, but to you, it's why do you love F and I? That's I guess what I want to know. Who me? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, okay. Because of the energy. Because I love treating customers right. Putting it, putting those deals together. I mean, there's a lot that's involved. I mean, it's just fun. It's just well, ex explain it. So a lot me. involved. Like, so I go in, I sit down, I, I'm paying for the car, financing, whatever it is I'm doing. I don't, I, me personally, okay, and I'm, I'm probably the weirdo in the group. I don't want your PDR. I don't want your dent removal. I don't want your tire service. I don't, I, I really don't want anything extra. Yeah. That's just me. Right. Now, that's the job. Yeah, I'm assuming. So this is fun because we're learning. I don't know. I've never had the conversation with the F and I queen. That's it. <laughs> so I just said the LinkedIn queen, but F and I LinkedIn queen is good too. <laughs> I like F and I queen. I'm sticking with that. Okay. Yeah. I like okay. the F and I queen. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we're starting to see. So in the transportation world, we're, we're seeing more change than we've ever seen in two years. Okay. 
And what, what we mean by that is in the traditional way to go out and talk to a dealer, the traditional way to go out and get business, it's all changing. You know, the deal, you go to the dealer and you're like, well, how did you get these cars? Where'd they come from? That, that used to be where I went to the auction, the same mm -hmm. one mm -hmm. every week. Mm -hmm. And I bought them. Yep. Today, oh, well, that one came from California. That one came from Florida. That one came from Texas. That one. So what, you don't go to the same place? Well, no, COVID shut it down. And I got used to buying cars online. And then I figured out a way to get my cars here in a timely manner at a reasonable rate. And then, so all these changes on like that we see that are really, really different. I'm assuming, and I don't know if I'm right or wrong, but you've seen quite a bit of change, say, in the last two, three, four years. Is that true or false? Absolutely. I mean, I'm seeing a lot of different changes. I saw change back in AutoNation days when we met customers at a kiosk in the middle of the showroom. Customers weren't taking into an F&I office. There was no so volunteer mentality. So, sorry, explain that, because I really don't know what you mean. When you say... And I know AutoNation's big, they're progressive, right? Am I right? Yes. Very progressive. So when you say, I go into a dealership and I'm standing at a kiosk, what are you talking about? So back in AutoNation megastore days, we're talking 25 years ago, that was amazing. Their stores were absolutely state-of-the-art facilities and customers stayed at a kiosk. So you had it like you were at a kiosk in in this amazing state-of-the-art facility. And that is where- With screens, able, right? And that's yes, where you- screens, yeah, okay, right. movie um, screens everywhere. It was just phenomenal. And computers where you could have access to the inventory. And actually you could complete a transaction at the kiosk, meaning you could submit an application online this, Wayne Heisinger was way before his time. And the application would go into the F&I admin office, finance and insurance admin office. And then we would go out and meet the customer and introduce ourselves to the customer at this kiosk. And everything was conducted, facilitated there at a kiosk in that middle of that showroom. There was no taking the customer today. You, you're, you're taking delivery of a vehicle. You may be at the salesperson's desk but eventually you're taken into an F&I office and they complete the entire transaction in that F&I office. Here, everything was completed at that kiosk. That customer never got up, the customer never got into the back of the, or went into an, a separate office. Everything was done upfront, transparent, and it was completely, again, the opposite of anything that we were ever trained to do 25 years ago. 25 years today, we're talking about meeting, greeting customers online. So it may, the key, it was the kiosk 25 years ago today, it's meeting customers wherever they wanna be uh, met. And that's in their living room, that's in their kitchen, that's in their office, wherever they wanna meet and engage and that's okay. what we have to do a better job with so so here's the deal and then forgive me i mean sorry <laughs> okay. but sorry. okay so you're telling me okay so as you're talking to this story about auto nation i'm thinking today a to z sync chip yep. perry right yep chip perry it's a one which stop, is now but, which is now well he's now taking on the chairman's position 
and Natalia is now Grinder, I think, Grinder, Grinder. Um, yeah. She has taken on the lead role there as the CEO. Yes. Okay. And plus, and the, yeah. Yeah, and he's, go ahead, Jay. I want to say this. See, here's the thing. Is that, <laughs> right, I'm freezing bullet time right now. Is that most programs that I watch, because I, I try to watch as much as I can, many dealers wouldn't even bother with this part here because everybody already knows all this stuff. But we're dealing with many verticals at once, including transportation, that doesn't know what we're talking about, per se. And the ones that do are like, why are you talking about it? And you said something important, which was, and we got to get better at it, which is engaging with the customer. What's happening at the trade shows Luckily, we've been we stuck with it and we went long enough. We got through fintech and now we're not just getting through it. When we hear floor plan is mixing fees and into a transportation based model, okay, now we're seeing the verticals converge again. And so what we're trying to do is we're pulling information out of you, basic information to give context of what's happening quickly. Right. So back to A2Z sync, right? In AutoNation. So today there's there's this push at the dealership. We we engage with the customer online. That's I think I hear you say that. Yep. Okay. And that that can be by itself starting there. That can be turned into a train wreck later. Is that right or wrong? It it, it can be if it's not properly um, thought out. Okay. Um, the workflow has to be thought out from online to in dealership. What does that look like? Yes. Right. Yes, it can so, be. Okay. So it can be. But now the next question I have for you is, is, is I'm just curious because you're the queen of F&I, the queen That's on LinkedIn. And so I'm saying, are there dealerships that get a hold of you that have no idea what you're talking about? There I mean, are plenty when I say no idea, I don't mean they don't know, but they're like, man, we have, this is, none of the, what Becky's saying is happening here. Is that real? I would, I would think, yes. Well, if in fact they want to sink and go in and take and engage and communicate and align from that customer to what's going on on online to what's happening in dealership that's where it's going right now All right there's nothing worse than having a customer have this online experience only to come back come to the dealership and start all over again right and yeah that's what i'm talking about so they yeah. go online they feel, i mean alan taught us this at fuse he's like yeah you go online you fill out everything you get your payment where you want it you go in the store completely different story he's right like, what happened He's and right. that, that causes aggravation in the customer and i think that's what he was talking about the apple phone you know the iphone when you go buy an iphone it's real simple it costs 100 bucks thousand bucks whatever the magic number is that's what it costs here's what you get here's the insurance here's the price and you go over there and you pay for it whereas and you and you can do that online based on what alan's talking about but you go to try to buy a car that that doesn't work the same way for some reason whatever that reason is. And I guess what, where I'm going with you is, is I'm like, okay, you're starting to see a blend. It, it feels like, I could be wrong, where the salesperson has become the rock star, which they already were in my opinion, but now 
they have to not only just call the customer, cold call, get the customer to come in, get the customer to do all these things. But now we need the, the, the salesperson, if I'm wrong, tell me. But they're, they're going from, hello, let's buy a car to goodbye, thanks for your business. Is that right? You're talking, you're speaking more so of the A to Z model. A to Z okay. model. That is an okay. A to Z model. They are um, more or less support a single point sales associate from the time that they're customer. Single, yeah. yeah. So yes. in, your, in your business, in your consulting, in your background, your F&I, how does that fit? Does that it, work? Is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? What I mean, because if I was F and I, and yeah, I yeah, right, because now sales guys, has to know about F and I. Is that right? Yeah. Well, yeah. some of the F and I oh. guys are like, no, 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 no. That's my job. That's how I make my money. Right? Is sure. Right they're going to protect their golden goose. They're going to protect their 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 position. You can't quite blame them. And a dealer as well is also going to protect their golden goose as well because the F and I department is one of the highest, most profitable uh, departments in the dealership. So before they decide that they're going to take this single point sales approach, they're going to, I hope, do their due diligence. Because from that, per from their perspective, it is about repurposing that F&I person. That F&I per person could be up at the desk instead of in that F&I role. Now, they would allow the sales associate to complete the, the presentation, and should there be um, a situation where the customer might not have taken advantage of products, maybe that, it's called a TO, comes in place, turnover from that second phase, um, from that desk manager to that customer to just kind of double check, I noticed that you didn't take advantage of any of the products, and just another pass through. That could be part of that process. And dealers will look at that and determine, is that the direction we want to go in? The reason why they should, I'm not saying it doesn't work. It takes a lot of training. And it takes yeah. the right person in the right seat to make that work. Right. Otherwise, you got to, because there's so much involved in streamlining that process and training up and making sure you have that right person in that seat. So for a D, if I'm a dealer and I've been in business for a while, I, I'm just guessing, I have no idea, but I, I, would I prefer to have my F&I people that have their office that the customer goes to, right? That, mm -hmm. That's to me seems to be the preference. Is that right? can be it can be yeah, i can, can meet a customer way. at a kiosk or at the salesperson's yeah. desk with my digital menu and complete right. the transaction there okay. one of the things that i want to i that i try to um communicate with the dealer is that wherever the customer's most comfortable who cares ah there you go good right yeah it's about so the customer there, that's what it should be about right it is always about the customer. <laughs> if, I like if they're it. happy, leave them alone. Exactly. <laughs> let let them do it the way they want to do it. And I don't care. Yeah. And, okay, well, yeah. go ahead. No. That's okay. All right. So I'm going to shift just to just a quick shift because I think, uh, how are we on time, Jay? We're Jay's about to bring in Kelly. Okay. You Before want. we bring in Kelly, yeah. I just one quick one. Yeah. Uh, a quick update what you're currently seeing in the current market. 
what are you hearing? What are you seeing? What's concerns, good things, bad things, challenges, opportunities? Can you give us a quick update on what you personally are seeing in the current market? Well, what I'm seeing in the current market is I'm seeing that, of course, the interest rates are rising. And mm -hmm. with that, the prices aren't really necessarily going down. Mm. So um, obviously, we do need to do a better job in making sure that we're landing that customer on the right car to be from the very beginning. And mm. we're doing our due diligence. And it's not about selling rate. It's not about earning off of reserve. It is about um, it's about the customer needs. It's about products. It's product penetration, product PBR. It's product self. It's, so let, what, define product real quick. Um, it's product. those ancillary insurance products, those service okay. contracts and, and, and that sort of thing. The total loss protection. It's the um, tire and wheel protection that those, those products. I, like the Radiant Ride. Uh, Stick, we met him at Digital Dealer. Have you met this guy, Stick? Sticks. I don't know. Sticks. <laughs> no, he would be an ancillary product that yeah. is attached to the F&I, but he's a detail guy, right? If you're curved, you, you can bring it in. So anyway, really cool, right? right? It is and cool. That's, that's what you're talking about. I am talking about that. Yeah. I'm talking okay. more, more about um, offering 100% of the products. I don't, you know what, if a customer tells me, hey, I don't want it, I'm, I'm okay with that. But right. I'm going to do my due diligence and I'm going right. to do, and I'm going to present the value of my products 100% all the time. I am not going to be driven by interest rate to make my, um, my, my profit. My profit is going to be from sales, from product sales, sell, selling value, and and the idea of retaining my customer. Now, one thing I want to point out real quick as well, it's just not about that one-time business or the micro moment of that menu presentation, right? right? As Steve right. Apicella always points out, which I totally agree with, it is before, during, and after the sale. We always have to be in front of that customer before, during, and after the sale. And the other thing, which we're not going to go into deep because it's a deep conversation, but we've got to think unconventional today. We have mm. to do different ways of attracting more business and helping customers to afford these new car payments. Mm. We have to start thinking. Yeah, because yeah, the whole payment deal, I've been reading all that. I mean, the payments are going crazy, right? It's a, yeah, it's crazy, $1,000. Who in the world can I put $1,000 a month in car payment? I mean, no there's thanks. no way, oh, right? Gosh. Okay, so. What if if bacon is $50, then it seems relative. Yeah. Well, so Becky Chernick. Thank you. Right? Yes. And we put you, by the way, you you would fall into our dealer category. You're the, the dealer queen. You've been in the dealership. You understand the dealers. You understand the F&I, which, by the way, we call, don't they call that a profit center? That's Yes, kind of it the, is a big, big profit center. It's, it's the, well, fixed stops is pretty big, too. <laughs> yeah. So I True. compete with big stops. That's all <laughs> but, right. You know, it's even a good that we need to do a better job and marry the two departments together. Streamline yeah. it all. That's yeah, that's a whole nother conversation for sure. Yeah. So uh, and you're on LinkedIn. You're the queen, yeah. okay, of yeah. the F and I. And where do we find you on LinkedIn? Yeah. Yeah, just Rebecca Chernick. R-E-B-E-C-C-A and parenthesis Becky, B-E-C-K-Y, Chernick, C-H-E-R-N-E-K. And if you hit down on that link tree, Becky Chernick link tree, 
on LinkedIn, you get to see all sorts of stuff about me. You get to see uh, all my social media. You get to see videos. You get to see all the stuff that I've done. Well, maybe not everything that I've done. Yeah. That's a good well, thing. <laughs> so just so for some of our audience, I want I want to kind of emphasize why you're important and why thank why you. I'm so excited to have you here. And it's because this is this is what we want as a transport guy. I want Becky and her dealership to succeed in F and I. And I want Becky and her dealership to sell a lot of cars. And the reason I want that is because I'm a hedonist and I want to haul more cars to Becky. And I'll admit it, right? So the more you do and the more I'm on your team and the more I understand about what you do and how you do it, I get excited and now you're my friend and now we understand each other. You can teach me and I can teach you. But the more people that you make happy that walk out with a car, that means I've got to go get one more. Is that fair? That's more than fair. Absolutely, Todd. You know it. <laughs> I love it. All right, Jay, you're in charge. All right. Okay. Now, we're not letting you go. You're still with us. But up on center stage now, we're going to bring her back. It's uh, it's Kelly Bianchi from Auction V Commerce, and she is going to join us here with, we already have Becky Chernick. Now we're bringing in Kelly Bianchi. We're going to keep this uh, party going. Ladies, dealer auction tech here on ATI. Please do say hello in the live chat. Mic check, one, two, three. I always have to check my audio. Make sure, because the, the Zoom meetings, I don't know if you know this, Zoom meetings will monkey with your audio settings? Yes. All right. I don't know I why do. that is. Okay, good. So, all right, but Kelly is joining now, and... Uh, a little bit of adjustment, audio, video, <laughs> mic check. Kelly, can you see us and hear us okay? I can see you. Can you hear me? We can see you. We can hear you. Please say hello again. Tell us a little bit more about you and what's happening. Well, I'm Kelly Bianchi. I work with, um, I, I have a company called Auction to Commerce, um, and we help auctions, we provide auctions with the infrastructure to support their digital growth. Um, in doing that, we're, we're kind of like a shared service center, you know, like an incubator for a growing business. Like you would have a shared secretary or something to that effect where, um, you know, auctions never historically had to have the discipline um, of navigating the online space. And, you know, there's there's etiquette, there's um, a lot of maneuvering when it comes to technical difficulties and things like that. So. Uh, we kind of bring in that expertise and, and we develop things as we go along to try and um, alleviate some of the frustrations and the frictions that dealer have dealers have in in working with auctions. So, you know, it's kind of like tradition meets technology and we're there to bridge those gaps. Yeah. Well, the thing that I really like about Kelly, Kelly, hi. Hi, Kai. Thanks for coming again. <laughs> the thing I really like about Kelly is she touches the auction and the dealer, right? Is that true? Yes. And you're, you're kind of helping them get along better, make things smoother. Yeah. And so, for example, a dealer now probably tends to buy more cars online. Is that fair? Well, not not percentage wise. I mean, that's no. not where, but it's shifting. And that's what's really important to for everyone to keep their eye on is the fact that, um, you know, it wasn't a welcome feature for, for the auctions themselves. I mean, there's a whole... Um, there's a lot of nostalgia around the auction business and, 
you know, in Becky, I don't know if, you know, you went to the auctions with your dad or anything I when did. you were growing up, but that's and I. <laughs> it, it, right. It's generational. And, yes, it and is. you go with your dad and, and, um, you know, now you're a generation who believes in the auction, but we're going to be running out of those generations. And right now it's like, it is an amazing experience. I didn't grow up in the car business. Um, but when I did start going to the auctions and I started a restaurant, a, a concession stand in the auction and I became the marketing director and, you know, I have this whole backstory of how I became involved with the auction, but my background is more of being an entrepreneur. So to me, the online aspect of an auction was the entrepreneurial aspect that I was drawn to. But, um, you know, if you talk to the old school, the traditionalist from the auction, it's there's no other way to do an auction but in person. So it was funny to me because I saw a lot of opportunity where, you know, it was kind of like, no, we don't want to talk about that opportunity because we want people in our lanes. We don't want to compete with our lane business by bringing people online. But despite all of that, um, you know, the online initiative grew every year because more and more, you know, people decide for themselves ultimately. And it ultimately comes down to convenience. And, you know, it's it's our generational responsibility to help with that shift and moving things forward into the direction that it's going. And, you know, I my whole thing is because I loved the um, the passion for for the traditional auction and everything that you know, you can't go to an auction event and not feel like this is exciting to work in an environment like this every week where every week there's a big game you're gearing up for. But, you know, it, but you do have to nurture that online growth as well. So um, it's how do you do that without losing, you know, the, the passion for this side and, you know, taking away from this and, you know, it, it's a healthy balance and, and it and it requires um, somebody who has the capacity to come in and lead that initiative. And then it also requires, you know, the people to be willing to participate in that progress. Um, we have to give dealers choices now and, and dealers are all for it. So. Yeah. It's funny because when you were on the show last time and you mentioned you started in the auction, I heard cafeteria, I immediately thought later, I was like, I guarantee you she either had a concession stand or she ran the cafeteria. Which, by the way, side story, the cafeteria is where you do a lot of business. As a transport guy, as another dealer, as a vendor, whatever it is you are, am I right or wrong? How many, how many times did you, did you see dealers doing deals? Oh, yeah. I was right in the middle of everything. But our auction was a startup and all indoor. It was really a, a cool experience because it was all indoor. Like everything was done indoor. The cars were parked indoor. Um, you know, I'm in upstate New York. We have the all the old Kodak buildings up here. So we kind of gutted mm. one of those and, and built an auction from that. Really? <clears throat> what was the name of the auction? I've never heard of this. This it was is called Upstate Auto Auction. Upstate. Is yeah, it still I, gone? No. I, I okay. left after a couple of years. But I actually, what's funny is after I left the auction, I ventured into um, a, well, Gannett newspapers, they they have um, they had their own version of Groupon, which was called Deal Chicken, which had been successfully launched in Phoenix. And they thought because it was so successful in Phoenix and it was this big thing, um, the Groupon had become this major thing. Well, Gannett's like, well, we should launch this in all of our newspaper markets. So they picked an area manager from every state 
and I was, or every city, I was uh, the area manager for Rochester. And so that gave me um, more perspective on online growth in the psychology of the online customer. And, um, you know, all the details matter. And it's a whole different business than the brick and mortar side. You know, there's, there's an equivalent on the online side, but the brick and mortar side, um, it just doesn't speak well to the other side. So you kind of have to be fluent in that. And I felt like Becky was kind of saying that a little bit earlier about, you know, in her endeavors and going there and being at that kiosk and, you know, that energy and everything else is like, and she felt that and was like, hey, let me take this back to my mothership where I came from because they need to know how cool this is, you know, and that's, that's the energy that you get when you, when you do, when you are a trailblazer, so. Wow, okay, and, and you have, I believe, is it an app? Is that correct? I do have an app and, um, the, the idea with the app and, and all of that is, was, um, you know, now that we unleash the online and dealers have all of these options, independent auctions are sort of at a disadvantage because of the fact that even though, you know, they do have marketplaces where they all convene, um, it's still individualized when you're doing business with the auctions. If I'm a dealer and I have to, if I bought cars from this auction, this auction, and this auction, I have to call every, hey, do I need PSIs? Do I need, you know, I need my reports. I need, so I have to call several departments at several auctions or get passed around or leave voicemails. And then I have to, you know, try and follow up with all of that. So our concept was, well, we're gonna provide universal support. Much in the same way, I mean, um, auction access did a universal registration process. How frustrating is it going to every single auction and having to fill out all this paperwork, all your banking information, all your you know licenses, copies of this and that for every auction. And auction access took the lead on that. And you know now dealers can register in one place and that universal identification is now used. You have to have that to get online with almost every online auction. So oh, yeah. those type of requirements, you know, so it seems only natural that if you have the universal support um, center where someone could call in and it's like, it doesn't matter which independent auction you need assistance with, or if you use the app, it's like I bought at five different auctions and I need, um, you know, inspections here and I need all my reports. I need all of this stuff that I can use one app to go there and get that. Wow. And so someday it, we're going to get a demo, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, okay. oh yeah, San Diego, oh, right? Yeah, okay. San Diego yeah. demo, okay, good. Yeah. That's what I'm after. I need a demo. And you know, this is what's interesting too, is as we talk and we hear an innovation in a vertical, we then can apply that to another vertical and say, hey, where's our innovation? Well, there's a show. Hey, where's our innovation? <laughs> because carriers, when they sign up with brokers, they have to fill out a long packet with each one individually. Well, where's the one packet solution? Yeah, good point, Jay. Excellent point. Can we get one of those? Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay, well, we're working on it. It's called transport access. I have oh, all the details. I can help you, Kelly. Right. I can give you all the details for transport access. I made that up a long time ago, and it will work. Just call me uh, 417-483-2764. Thanks. No. Okay, Jay, are we ready to bring um, All right, Kelly? I'll, I'll tell you what we're going to oh, do. Way, we, put Kelly, yeah. we put Kelly in the dealer auction tech. Yes. Okay? Yes. Because he's touching each one. Dealer Is that fair? auction Is that fair, tech. Kelly? That... Yeah. Okay, well, good. Okay. Uh, yeah. That was a close one. All right. 
Uh, I'll tell you what, here's what we're going to do. We're going to, um, Carrie Harris is also going to join us. But before, Becky, get ready because um, you're our next contestant up on ATI Auto Business up on center stage. Please do say hello in the live chat. Oh, I got to hit the admit button too. I get so, I get so round up on just the ring leading that sometimes oh, I forget man. to execute. So, um, Becky oh, Becky's is getting ready. I want to talk about is. Becky for a minute. Yeah, I've met Becky. Exactly. I've hung out with Becky a lot at a lot of different conferences. I really appreciate Becky and what Becky does. What you, I don't know. Does anybody know Becky? Becky Anderson no, I'm just of kidding. Cars Rig. Right. Okay. Yeah, Becky, Becky Anderson of Cars Rig. We have two Beckys. <laughs> That's got to be a first. <laughs> that is a first on ATI. And I know Auto she's business. she's getting her audio. She's getting the dolly track. She's got mm -hmm. the Steadicam operator makeup and wardrobe. Hey, Becky, what's going on? Hello. How are you guys? <laughs> hey. Good to see good. you, Ty and Jay. Welcome back. <laughs> yeah, he's that was giving, a hug. He's, what's giving, <laughs> he's, he's, a, he's a hugger. Um, oh, a, that was a hug. <laughs> yeah, that was a hug. Yeah. Well, right. I'm hugging are you, you back. Are you Car Week? Yes, I will. Absolutely. Oh, good. Can't wait to see it. Becky, Likewise. What, what, what do you do again? I forgot. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, um, I, I work for a company. I'm president of Cars Recon, and we are a sublet vendor for um, auctions and dealerships, really, primarily in auctions. So we do reconditioning services um, for lots of auctions and some dealerships across the country. So... It was, mm. the company was started in um, 2002 by my father and he has, was, you know, family business that's kind of in here um, throughout the industry that we've been talking about. But um, he worked in the auction industry a lot, for a long time before that. Mm. So it was just a need that he saw and in talking to some different executives throughout the industry back in 2002, they started reconditioning vehicles for auctions and here we are today so you uh your your company goes inside the auction and you supply people materials we do, whatever um, labor management materials and we we do operate out of the auction space so um we're operating actually at the auction so they're in their space we use the space and um, usually equipment that's there. I mean, anything really that's kind of attached to the walls, if you will, or already provided mm -hmm. there in the auction, we'll use. Um, and anything that's not, we will supplement. So, um, but primarily just providing labor, um, the labor for those reconditioning services, whether it's body or detail, mechanics. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what we're seeing here is... Uh, Transport people pick cars up and they bring them to the auction, whether that's a repo, remarketing, fleet lease, whatever it might be, dealer. We take them to the auction. The auction generally, tell me if I'm wrong, but the auction generally has an, a contract of some kind with a pretty decent size remarketer, which remarketer, again, tell me if I'm wrong, but tends to be the people with the money, the finance, this is their car, they're going to clean it up they're going to run it through the auction they're going to sell it and get their money back is that right so far yeah that's right i mean you will you'll have those remarketers you'll have the the finance companies and then you're also going to have dealers too that mm. are that are running their cars to the auction. 
And, and so um, the auction and, and you go ahead. No, go ahead. What were you saying? So the auction uh, gets with you first and says, okay, how much are you going to charge us for maybe a, is there, are there levels of detail? Like Absolutely. Just say, just, there yeah. are. Okay. There are. So you, the auction comes to you. We, you guys make a deal and you give them the, the price and then they go to whether it be the dealer, the remarketer, the consigner, whoever it is that brings a car here, they offer that service to their, the auctions client. And then you guys take care of it from there. And then from there, it goes to the sale. Is that right? Yes, kind of. <laughs> okay. Well, yes, yeah. that was it in a nutshell. But yeah, I mean, we're going to have, so, you know, when we go into an auction and partner with them, we're going to work through kind of a lot of the details at the beginning. So how much we're going to charge for what level of service and, and we'll have different standards um, depending on the level of either detail or if we're just going to do a simple wash and back for that vehicle or, you know, whatever the case may be. So we're going to have predetermined rates with the auction that are set prior to that. So there's not going to be a lot of back and forth. I mean, they're going to know what they can provide to their customers as a service and what we're going to provide in turn for that. Um, there are, you know, especially with the, the independent auctions, um, primarily, there's also the opportunity for dealers to get like a full retail detail on their vehicles, either after mm. they buy them or, um, you know, basically make it frontline ready so we can get it cleaned up. It's a little different than an auction detail. Um, it's just a mm. little more, little more detailed. Christine, it's really nice. Yes. Right. Yes. Very good job. Absolutely. Okay. So uh, the, this is a really important job. Mike Buchanan with Holman ARI. Does everybody know that name? Mike Buchanan? He's, he does a little clip every now and then. He's always putting out some great content on LinkedIn. Anyway, he, was, he put out a, a clip uh, a week or two ago about the value and the importance of a remarketing company dealing with Cars Recon, right? Now, he didn't use Cars Recon specifically, but he's talking about the value. There are ways to, with them, because what he's talking about, and if anybody doesn't know this, or if I'm wrong, say, Ty, you're wrong. But apparently, according to Black Book, week over week, the price of the used car is dropping a point. Is that right? Have you guys heard that? Mm -hmm. So as the price of the car is dropping, the guys that have the money that are wanting the money, they obviously want to hurry up and sell it before it continues to drop again next week. <laughs> So that was in Jay's Info Highway about the, the floors, okay? When, when they talk about floors, well, the car, I need, I need 30000 out of this car last week. This week, I'll take twenty five and be happy, right? I mean, and that might be a little off, but you guys get the point. So he's talking about, and this is really cool because it, there's a lot of value in, in recon, okay? Call it detail, call it recon. It, and people don't understand the amount of pressure I mean, like Becky, to have to get the people in place, get the, the program in place, get everybody to do it the right way. I mean, that's a big deal. Am I right or wrong? Well, yeah, it's not, you know, I mean, it's not the most glamorous work out there, right? So we're in a, a very different labor market than we've ever seen, at least, um, at least I've ever seen. And so it's increasingly difficult to get people to do jobs that aren't 
dirty, if you will. And, um, you know, detailing cars, like I said, it's not glamorous. Now there's, you know, there's also um, the body side of it and that's, but that provides its own challenges as well. So there's a, a lot that goes into it, but it is an extremely important part of the auction process. And especially as we see these used vehicles continue to get cycled through the system over and over because um, I know, Becky, you were talking earlier about the uh, the rates and what <laughs> the payment is on a new car. I mean, not a lot of people can afford that. And, um, and really, quite frankly, it's just ridiculous. I mean, that's an outrageous amount of money to pay for a payment on a car um, with the way vehicle prices are and that. So as we continue to see these cars go through the system, recon will become even more important. You know, we've been through, we're coming out of a period right now where the used car prices were so high that there wasn't a lot, a huge emphasis put on it all the time. Now there were still companies that put an emphasis on that and, and continue to do so, but there wasn't, um, you know, they didn't see the value in spending the money on, especially details, if it was going to bring just as much money covered in dirt as it was clean. So that's true. Mm, interesting point. So yeah. I asked Becky, Kelly, I forgot to ask you, I'm going to come back and ask you, but while I got Becky, I'm just curious uh, if you could give us kind of a, what are you seeing on the ground now, your perspective, your insight, good, bad, okay, struggle, fight. I mean, where, what are you seeing at the physical auction? Cause Jay and I have these talks a lot about, I've, I've said, man, if anybody's coming after anybody, it's everybody's coming after the physical auction. I mean, it's a war. Everybody. I mean, wait till you find out what dealers link does and BenQ, those guys, you're like, Whoa. <laughs> so what are you, what are you seeing? <laughs> but st- st- sidestep the war stuff and just go with, what are you seeing? <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> yeah. Stick with that. <laughs> I tend to be extreme. <laughs> I mean, what, you mean at the auction locations? Yeah, yeah are you seeing I mean, volume? Still, is it yeah, I mean, volume has been, it's been up and down really for a couple years now. So, I mean, there's really no way to tell. There are a lot of new players in the market and there's a lot of, you know, like you said, all of these, there's online, there's all of that, but it, <laughs> I think it all kind of has to work together. You still need these physical locations to uh, move vehicles through and to recon and to hold them. Um, so I do think there still is a place for that. You know, I'm partial to the physical auctions, but that's all I've known. So, um, but I think, you know, you're missing the boat if you don't incorporate digital into that as well. We're in full hybrid mode now. Absolutely. And this is where perfect, perfect timing. So I want, I, uh, we've never had this group together before, Rebecca, Becky, and Kelly. <laughs> and this is where I want to open up the floor to, here we are. We're in the hallways of the trade show. All right. I'm getting a coffee and Ty's looking at that Danish over there. And we're, we got time to kill before the next general session. What's on your mind? What would you like to ask one of the other folks that you don't normally get to talk to? (laughs) 
Really nothing? Just your decision, no. Ty getting a Danish? Kelly. Yeah, I, I wanted to ask uh, Becky Anderson about um, the recons on the recon side. If it's a, if you have a new market, uh, are you staffing from the area there? How does that work when you bring in a new auction? We do, okay, yeah. We do staff from that area. So normally, um, when we when we started a new auction, we'll try to give. We do some research, you know, in the area, and usually go ahead and put out some ads. Um, you have to be careful about it. You can't really put the exact location until you know everything's been announced and everyone knows that that's happening. But we will do that. Um, we have an HR department, recruiting department that tries to source those um, just to see what kind of hits we'll get on those and start to set up some interviews. We'll usually have a manager go up and do interviews out of a hotel lobby or, you know, somewhere like that. But we do source all of our labor from that, that market. And it does take some time for ramp up. And we do have, you know, we do have some people who go out and train and some individuals that will travel for us, um, but they're not going to stay there long term. They will go to help with the startup and the training and and getting everyone getting everyone up and going. But and do you have um, like a, a POS system or something that, or you know, some type of technology that you're to track of? Yeah, we do. So we have um, we have a tracker that we use that we developed in house um, and continue to try to develop it. And, and it's actually something we've used with some independent auctions to help them. Um, there's not, you know, it doesn't always make sense for us to come in and take over completely because either the volume's not there, you know, there's a number of different factors that, that go into that. So we do have a tracker that has been extremely beneficial to us since we are so decentralized, you know, I mean, I sit here in Nashville and we've, we're as far west as Portland and we're in Pennsylvania. So, um, and lots in between. So we have it, it's what our employees clock in and out on. And they also um, log all of the cars in there. And we have the rates preset for that auction and that location. So that whether they do a wash and back or a detail or any of that. So we're able to kind of watch and adjust labor and help that manager with that labor um, from afar, if you will. Are you integrated with auction management systems or with um, auto IMS or any of that? We're not. Um, that is something we're looking at because, you know, we've primarily used it, it. What we developed it for was really to just for us so that we could manage our labor. You know, we kind of live and die on our labor percentages. Um, once you put in material and, and all of that, you know, we have a set amount we're getting for car and we know what we're paying our people. Um, even whether it's piece rate or hourly, you know, a lot of that piece rate has moved away because of the volumes. But um, that is something, Kelly, we're looking at at seeing as a benefit, especially to the auctions, um, to help to help track that more. But we originally developed it primarily for us to have a way to have a snapshot of our locations throughout the country. Well, I think we should talk about some stuff. <laughs> we don't have to I take agree. the whole show on it. it. We, we, we won't do it on this it. show. But. I knew it. That's the thing but, is that the networking. Keep going. I love it. We're in the hallway. We're still in the hallway. Yes, we're, we're in the hallway. the hallway. I love the hallways of the trade show. Yes, I do too. Absolutely. Absolutely. The hallway. And Kelly, I've seen you. Coming. 
Sorry, go ahead, keep going. <laughs> yeah, right. I was gonna say, Kelly, I've seen you several times and I know we've talked, I know we've said hi to each other, but oh, yeah. um, definitely we need to connect. Yes. But then Joe Overby comes by with the bing bong, yeah. bing bang, and you're like, I gotta <laughs> I go. I was just picturing that. <laughs> That's funny. Um, <laughs> since it's around the corner, what's going on in November? Anybody going anywhere in November? San Diego. San Diego. San Diego. San Diego. <laughs> Becky, are you headed? Rebecca, are you headed to San Diego too? Are you going to go to? Do you ever go to Used Car Week? Oh, she's got her courtesy mute. She's being so courteous. She muted herself. Becky, we can't hear you. Oh, you're okay. Jeez, I, I'm I, so I know, sorry. I, do that. I, do, I completely forgot I did that. I try to remind. <laughs> yeah, I have reminders everywhere. Watch your mute. So yeah, are you? What do you ever go to Used Car Week? Well, I do. And um, Nick Zolovich and, you know, I'm actually, he brings me on his show, his podcast once a month. And, you know, so I've known this guy for a very long time and I've submitted many articles um, to his subprime magazine, but I just absolutely adore Nick. He's, he's, he's fantastic. Great people there. Cherokee, right? Um, Cherokee media. So Mark, yeah. Shout yep, out. They're good people, man. Yeah. So yeah. One thing I just wanted to tie in with your conversation that I just thought was kind of cool that we're all kind of dealing with this digital transformation. And one of the things that, you know, especially for some of our guys here in retail, it's like, well, we don't want this digital, um, taking over, um, what we do and how we do our stuff. And it's like, no, it's, that's not what this is all about. What this is about is, is keeping things more efficient. And that's what I'm hearing everyone really talking through that we're utilizing this technology, not to replace the human factor, but to make the human factor better. Well, Becky, when, when you were talking about the, the kiosk earlier and you said how, um, you know, doing that application and doing and, and basically you weren't bringing them in the back office to fill all of that out anymore. Like they were filling it out on a computer up front themselves. Right. And exactly. by the time it reached you, you guys already had the information about them. And now you're coming out and now the conversation starts at a different point instead of going through that whole process, which is way more efficient. And a lot of people look at that like, no, we want to go old school and have, you know, we don't want the customer. To, and, and there's a lot of benefits to that. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool because I noticed the same thing when you were talking about your evolution and I'm comparing it to mine in my head. So Yeah. Well, you know, Wayne Heisinger, I think everybody knows Wayne Heisinger was just well before his time. You know, here he was. He owned Blockbuster. He owned um, the Dolphins and... Uh, waste management, and then um, alternation. And I got to tell you, he he just was. And it was an amazing time to be involved in the car business um, 25 years ago. So it's just ironic today where we are. Yeah. Instead of being at that kiosk, where are we? We're online. You know, whatever, however, which way the customer wants to engage and just make it simpler, make it easier, get rid of the roadblocks. As long as they have choices, right? And that's what I'm yeah. always, you know, it's whether you like the old school way or whether you like the new school way, it's like give your customer their choice on which way they prefer, and then you're going to win more business. We're going to win more business. We just got to merge it. Yeah. We just have to, right? And, 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 and just know that there are different ways to, for a customer to want to purchase a vehicle. We just need to make sure that we provide we provide that option, those opportunities, however, yeah. which way they want to do it. 
And we have so many hybrid customers now, they may want to start, you know, uh, they might go even fly into the auction to look at cars and then go all the way home to buy online. I mean, you never know, but at least and, they have a choice. Then they're yeah, happy. I don't think it has to be one way or the other. And that's what I do think that sometimes people get so set on like, well, we can't do this because we need it to stay like it always was. And it definitely can be a hybrid situation where you have a little bit of both and whatever fits the needs of that customer. Yeah, we need to get out from under ourselves and stop the roadblocks. Yeah. Just make it easier. And once you make it easier, customers will buy from you. People like people buy from people that they like and who are credible. You make my life easy. I'm going to like you even more. You make me go through hoops. I'm not going to like you so much. <laughs> right. I'm going to back up on you. You know, it's okay. So I'm going to say, I keep having this. It started like 24 hours ago. I had this like image vision or whatever of like on the shipping and logistics side that there's going to be more of a name or a face or a, an emoji i don't know but right now shipping and logistics is a nameless faceless who knows you know three card monty maybe that's got to change at some point for the customer or logistics i don't know um and so i'm really curious where this goes i'm not saying that a driver pops up hey i'll be your driver great job on buying that car that's going to be a while. Um, but something in between where it's more than just this, I don't know, hopeful number that maybe follows through. Are you familiar with Run Buggy, Jay? Or... Great. Take it away. I, I've, I'm familiar with them, but I don't know what you're going to say, so I want to know. Well, I mean, my thought on Run Buggy is that um, they are... Well, they're a technology, that's not my thought, it's where they are. They're a technology company first, you know, they're not a, you know, a broker or anything like that. And, you know, so their focus is on the technology and the friction, right? And they're out there to solve the problem. So I think, um, you know, my eyes on them as far as, you know, bringing together all these transportation companies and everything like that and having this big marketplace um, to where you can get because look, Amazon, um, you know, if, if Amazon would have thought, hey, you know what, we should sell more books and we can make more money, <laughs> we we wouldn't have Amazon, right? We'd be a whole different world right now. So, I mean, the objective, I think, is there's a way for, for everyone to play together and play nice and everyone can make money and, um, and, and get in on the pie and do what they love to do. And so... I think, um, you know, like I said, I think Run Buggy is my eyes on them. So I have had some thoughts about Jeff Bezos as well. I have lots of random thoughts. And then I talk about it live. So I was thinking Jeff Bezos must have at some point early on been on the phone with a customer. Like, yeah, I'm looking for your book right now. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, but he did. But he went ahead and made the call and took the shots and got it done and that's essentially oh no what basonomics i've never heard of that what is going on write that down basonomics wow that is cool hey you know what since we're talking about transportation um carrie's going to join us if everyone can hang on for one more segment 
Let's bring Carrie up in here. This is pretty cool. Carrie, uh, you're up next. You're our next contestant on ATI Auto Business. And I'm just throwing you right in. Hopefully you can uh, get the microphone and the dolly track ready and see us and hear us. Um, Carrie works in vehicle logistics. Carrie, can you see us and hear us okay? Yes, I can. Can you see and hear me? Yeah, we can see you. We can hear you. Please give us a brief introduction, and then we're going to continue this conversation about uh, logistics. Okay. Uh, my name is Carrie Harris. I work for Pre-Owned Auto Logistics. Um, I am the manager of consumer business. Um, we are a nationwide transport company. We have, um, you know, we we deal with dealerships all across the country, and then we have our private party side, which is that's what I handle. Um, which is, you know, any consumer-based person that's looking to transport a vehicle, whether it be, you know, we have a huge clientele that's from, we're in the Massachusetts area, so we have a huge clientele that goes from Massachusetts to Boston, I'm sorry, Florida, um, and then, you know, that's what we call our seasonal transport, um, and then just basically anybody in the United States that needs to ship a car, we, we uh, ship it, and then we have, you know, countless dealerships in the New England area and then down the East Coast and then now we're moving out West which is good so alright <clears throat> well Carrie I want to tell you thank you mm -hmm. okay so everybody, just so everybody knows uh, Carrie came tonight we we had a couple of people that couldn't quite make it I got a hold of Carrie Carrie was so kind and gracious and last minute so thank you very Becky much to Becky to Becky Becky okay, signed up today. Anderson, thank you, Becky. And, and Carrie was literally like a, an hour ago. I think yeah, I was texting yeah. while I was doing the yeah. show. I, I <laughs> saw the text come through, and it went through to like my work line, and then I saw it, and I was like, "All right, I'm gonna just say yeah." So yeah. Wow, yeah. I mean, that Very is good. amazing. Thank you. Yeah. That was really sweet. Yeah. Thank you, so Becky. Thank thing you. Is great is that you guys are all going to San Diego. I've never been to a convention, but this will be the first one that I'm going to this November. So yeah, you guys I heard go that. all the time. You ladies go all the time. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so my, my You'll love it <laughs> all the time, but I don't go all the time. So it's great. What yeah, if? What if I'm getting coffee, Ty's getting a Danish, and we see the rest of the four of you? And then Kelly goes, here's Bezonomics. It'd be like, wow! <laughs> now I've got to bring it. Yeah, you do. That's I'm good. sure we'll all see each other. <laughs> so why, all right, so why do we go to Used Car Week? Why, why is there so much excitement about Used Car Week? Who wants to take this one? Well, isn't it like a huge convention? It's basically like four shows in one. As that's what I'm gathering. So there's a lot of different connections from all across the board there. So it's it's a pretty big one. That is actually it. That is actually the answer of the question. Is that it is there are executives from all verticals. It, so is it technically is it four conferences in one? I believe so. Right? Yeah, it is. It's but it's a whole right. week, and and I was just telling somebody earlier today: don't splice and dice. Do the whole week, right? Because mm. I don't even know how you'd pick, and that's well, how you don't, get full. Don't contact. just go for like a day or two. Is I mean, that what you, you mean? You can. I mean, you know. Right. Well, but I mean, yeah. there's a whole yeah. group on the just on the remarketing side that comes midweek, and that's where I would fall in. So I work with the auction, but I come in on Monday because a bunch of us meet up <laughs> before our conference, and then we do stuff and 
and network and hang out and so. Okay, but no, now this is really insightful. Kelly, you just said something that, okay, oh, okay. You go because why? For the remarketing the, side. Remarketing side. Yeah. Now, I don't know your business that well, and I'm not sure, but that that you just told us all something that's really important. And there are different, I get sound, are there different people that are showing up at these things, different groups? Is that kind of what you're saying? Oh, yeah. The first half is a dealer side and then the second half is remarketing remarketing and i'm actually getting an award this year for um women in remarketing yay oh, I, I did yes too, oh yes <laughs> women in remarketing that's beautiful yeah i got mine in 2020 i think it was considered 2021 yeah, doing both. And we're gonna get the yeah. So yeah. Thursday, you'll be at the luncheon. At the lunch is on Thursday. Oh yeah, yeah, I'll be there too. I'll be there too. Mm. Watching yeah. you guys. <laughs> the wow. all-star panel. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. yeah. That's amazing. I didn't know. I didn't really know any of this, but that's really cool because they do promote that. This this is a kind of a becoming a bigger part of the the conference. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I think it's it's really cool to be. You know, I. I love, you know, uh, the camaraderie with the, the women in this industry. And that's why we go early and, and meet up. And, you know, there's a whole group of us who, you know, we're just there to appreciate each other, support each other. You know, obviously we have different challenges that, you know, we can share together. And, and, um, and so it's just a great club to be in. That's cool. That's great. There is a lot of support and, um, and it really is, it's neat to watch everybody receive their their awards and all of the nominations that go into the different awards that are presented at East Car Week. And it's it's just fun to celebrate the successes of everyone throughout the year. Yeah. And you see a lot of these people at all the different conferences. And uh, I know I see Kelly at a lot of conferences, um, but we're both at the remarketing conferences. So that we're gonna be at the same, conferences together but it is it's just neat you hear people's names you see them on linkedin and then you get to really meet them and celebrate them during used car right. week. it's just it's a big it's you a put big a name to face and how many times do you go hey i know you or <laughs> yeah. something right yes yeah hey, it's pretty neat <clears throat> well my my big takeaway in this in all four of you, thank you so much. It really means so much to me. Yeah. Uh, Becky, Kelly, Becky, Carrie, thank you from the bottom of my heart. And one of the things that I really am proud of right now is to hear how articulate, intelligent, beautiful, and amazing all four of you are, right? Because really, it is, it's a big deal. And you, you know, I'm a guy, and I'm, I know my my industry, my little vertical. I know it really, really well. There tends to be more male dominated, but anytime I get to engage with a with a female and get to listen to them talk about what they know, it, I'm always just blown away. It's like, oh wow, I didn't know. You know, this is you know, you're in the F and I, you're in the tech, the auction, the dealer, you're in the auction dealer world, and you're in the transportation department, and to really to really just sit back and just watch you and listen to you, it, it's it's really amazing. So my final thought, we always do final thoughts. Final just thoughts, getting, getting there we go. Yeah. <laughs> Good call, good call, we're there. I'm doing my final, so this is all my final thought. 
the, the women in this industry, whichever vertical, we always talk about the verticals and we always talk about the ecosystem, but if you, if you take a minute to get to just listen to how much you know and how insightful you are, it, it always gives me goosebumps. So thank you again from the bottom of my heart. I really do sincerely appreciate everybody. Thank you. And I'll see you in uh, November. Yes. yes. Well, thank you, you, Jay and Tava, for this, for bringing everyone yeah. together. Yeah, thank mm. you guys. And I'll see you guys all in November. Thanks, Carrie. Thank you. Bye. Thank Have you very night. much. Thank, thank you, Todd. Thank, so thank you, Jay. Thank you, guys. It was a pleasure together. meeting you, too. So, Great meeting. I'm going to get this pleasure book now. I'm getting the book. That's getting right. Book. <laughs> we got a book takeaway. That's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Right, it was awesome. Cool. It was good stuff. Really thank good you stuff. All so thank much. you. It was. It was really a great show and a panel. So thank you very much. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. I appreciate it. Appreciate all right. it. All right. All right. I'm going to hit the end button. Here it comes. Good night, guys. Good night. Good night. Guys. Thank you so much. Good night. All right. So I let him go. Um, that was fun. Um, it is always. It's fun to. Well, it's it's networking. That's actually one of the things I call this a mobile trade show uh because you can watch on your phone or your mobile device smart tv maybe on your playstation and uh it's a miniature trade show on a tuesday night because this is what the trade show looks like except just you know multiply by like 500 and you know the people that you're networking with online phone calls emails text social media then you get to see them, network with them, and you're having brief conversations. This gets back into why I say, put your elevator pitch together. If you're seriously thinking about going to any trade show, uh, yeah, you can order business cards, get the t-shirt and the hat, sure. But the main thing you need to do is know your business and be able to express it in 30 seconds. We've got 30 seconds on the clock. My name is Jay. I'm the founder of ATI Auto Business, the Car Shipping Business Channel. It's a YouTube channel. We go live several times a week. We connect various verticals in automotive, dealers, auctions, carriers, tech, etc. We have live interviews, panel discussions. We're an education-based news channel. And we are all about networking and growing our business and helping others uh, resource information and and meet and find a safe place to ask questions and learn where the marketplace is headed in automotive. Might have been about 30 seconds. So anyways, do that. Practice your elevator pitch. If you need help with any of it, let us know. If you want to connect with anyone that was on the show, please do let me know. Thank you, Pre-Owned Auto Logistics, Superflow Systems, Murphy Auto Transport, Rapid Recon, McAllister's Transportation Group, I really appreciate everybody in the live chat. And, of course, all of my guests tonight. Thank you so much, Rebecca Chernick, Carrie Harris, Becky Anderson, Kelly Bianchi. I thank you so much. This really was a hard show to put together because just different things happen. People have personal emergencies and whatnot. So I appreciate everybody's time, input, participation, and support. If you need something, let us know. You can always call Ty, 417-483-2764. I'll put it in the live chat. You can always email me, autotransportintel at gmail.com. Send in the news. Send in your memes. 
uh, your information, ideas, etc. If you want to take a meeting, maybe talk shop, let me know. We can do that too. Otherwise, please do join us tomorrow. If, especially if you're in trucking and you're trying to navigate the giant growing volumes of FMCSA, DOT regulations, clearinghouse, ELD, etc. Please join us tomorrow. And trucking business, uh, economics, marketplace, answers, costs, etc. Join us tomorrow. Thermonuclear Thursdays dispatching live. Cars on the moves. Cars on the move on Fridays. Thank you all so much. Okay, that's it. Word salad over. Here comes the car hauler. Take care. See you soon. Thank you so much.